0: Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. A double-edged sword. Tonight's topic is a double-edged sword. You may not know why I love kids so much, why we have such a ginormous family, but let me tell you why. It's not what you're thinking. What did she say? Discipline, later. The reason I love kids, the reason we, one of the reasons we have a ginormous family, is because kids bring two of the biggest blessings to our lives. Number one, they bring fun into our lives. Kids are fun. They are. I had, a fun up t- I had a fun time with them upstairs right before we did this. Number two reason we love kids is because they also have the boldness to question and challenge every decision we make. Moms, dads, where are you? Amen to that, right? Now, I know a lot of fun people who don't challenge me. And I know a lot of challenging people who aren't fun. But thankfully, kids are both. Kids, on some days of our lives, kids are an absolute blast. We have a blast with our kids. And other days, I want to pull the rest of my hair out and jump in the Emanusik. Many people want someone to bring fun into their lives without challenging every decision, so they get pets. Instead of kids, which I understand, even though pets can be challenging, of course, but kids more so. And some people want to deal with challenging people without having much fun, so they become pastors. I'm kidding. It's a joke. I'm teasing. We're having some lighthearted fun here. But kids are both super fun and incredibly challenging people. We have eight delights, and sometimes we have eight migraine headaches. But what if kids were only fun? Well, then we'd all have a blast, but we as parents would never mature into godly adults. And what if kids were only challenging? Well, then no one would have children and the human race would end. It would face extinction. Thankfully, God knew that we needed people who were both fun and challenging to help us experience the fullness of life. What's interesting is we find the same concept in Scripture. I'm going to read a passage from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 16. This is what Paul says. Ephesians 4, 11-16, he says that he, God, gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes, rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Now let's play a would-you-rather game, okay? Would-you-rather. And I have one question for you. Would you rather have your favorite meal, whatever that is, but have to eat with miserable people? No one in the church, of course. <laughs> would you rather eat your favorite meal with miserable people, or would you rather eat something truly awful with your best friends? Mm-hmm. Who says the former, and who says the latter? Better is a meal of herbs. T- we'll say that again. <laughs> There's a proverb, better is a meal of herbs <coughs> with something than a fatted calf. Okay. So you're picking the company then or the meal? I'm, I'm taking the company. The company? Who's with her? Yeah. yeah. Take, you'll take the company over the meal? Yeah, because I always stop eating the meal. I'm gonna ask this question. <laughs> Who would take the meal over the company? <laughs> we got some honest people here, yes. Put in earplugs. Put it in <laughs> earplugs. Oh, if only, Joel, if only. Or does any of you refuse to settle? Like sometimes when you're playing, would you rather you just can't pick one? You gotta you got to change the rules. You want both a good meal and good company, right? Let's all raise our hands on that one, of course. Now, let's consider this question. Would you rather have truth from God or love from God? Ooh, that's a tough one. Or let's ask it this way. Let's ask it this way. Do we mature from hearing truth from God or do we mature from receiving love from God? All right, okay. That's exactly right, what Peggy just said. Isn't the answer always both truth and love? Love without truth doesn't make us better, and truth without love makes us run away. And once again, the antichrists of this world are trying to convince us that we cannot have both truth and love. They're telling all of us that we need to pick a team. Either we're on team truth and we're against team love, or we're on team love and we're against team truth. Team love avoids telling the truth because the truth can hurt our feelings. And team truth avoids showing love because love can make us too soft. Some of us are prone to want truth, so we let go of love. And some of us are prone to want love, so we let go of truth. This is a deadly deception and a deadly pitfall. Thankfully, the Lord himself has taught us that we need a double-edged sword to pierce our souls. For those whose lives have been changed by Jesus, and I know there's many in this room who have, it was God's truth teamed with God's love which caused that radical change in our souls, correct? God told us that we were sinners, truth, but God also told us that he came not to condemn us, but to save us, love. The double-edged sword of God's word has both truth and love. And we as Christians want to change this world. It's a very noble and a very honorable pursuit. Yes, the world, I believe, is pro-love. I think they've always been pro-love. Sadly, even in our culture, they're anti-truth. So logic tells us that they're overdosing on love and that they need a double dose of truth. It's like a car that's out of alignment, right? It's hugging the left side of the road. So to make the car go straight, we turn the wheel strong to the right side towards truth and away from love to get the car to go straight. It's a logical train to follow. It is. That makes perfect logical sense. But some of us are too smart for that because we read in our Bibles that only love can change the soul and that Jesus changed the world by using love. So regardless of how badly the world is walking in error, we believe that only love can open their eyes. Again, the devil is a master deceiver. He knows that truth without love will change nobody. And he knows love without truth will change nobody. He's just hoping we don't discover the recipe of true soul change that we found here in Ephesians chapter 4, because Paul said, rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up into, into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint, with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Yes, it's always been about love. And it will always be about love. But what's interesting is truth is the vehicle that drives love to our soul. Now, sometimes we like to think it's the opposite. No, no, no. It's love which drives truth to the soul. But this cannot be because the first thing we learn when we hear the gospel message is not that God so loved the world. The first thing we learn is that we're sinners and we're on our way to a very bad place. In order to be healed, we have to tell people they're sick, right? God has to open our soul with a sword edge of truth. And that incision hurts. And I remember when he told me that, that incision hurt Every time God tells us truth that's hard to hear, it hurts. Recall the first time someone told you that you were a wretched sinner. Wasn't that hard to hear? The world does not want to hear that. It's not flattering to hear that you're a sinner. It's painful to hear. But praise be to God, as soon as that truth comes into our soul, love is right there on the other sword edge to bring comfort and healing to our souls. By telling us that there is a Savior who can forgive those sins. Now, when my kids have to get a shot or a painful procedure at the doctor, my wife and I will often have a sucker unwrapped and ready for their consumption as soon as that icky procedure is over with. Because we love our kids, and we don't want them to be hurt by painful procedures. But sometimes, pain must come so that we can love our children properly. But if all we do is allow them to encounter pain without bringing comfort and joy back into their lives, then our kids will learn to hate what is good for them. But if we flip it around and only bring comfort and joy into their lives, and we never do what's good for them, then our kids will never become truly healthy. As amazing as it is, God has even more children than the Walker family. And how does God love his children? Does he not love us with truth and love? Does he call us wicked sinners without offering us for salvation and forgiveness? Certainly not. But does God coddle us and never tell us the truth about our sin? Certainly not. If he did, we would never look for the Savior, and we would all end up in hell. The recipe from the beginning has always been truth in love. Truth in love. This world desperately needs to hear the truth. Desperately. But they also desperately need to see the real Christ-like love. And so do we. I need truth. I need God's word to level with me and tell me exactly what is right in my life and exactly what is wrong in my life. But I also need love. I need God to come alongside of me and let me know that he is here to help me accomplish the right thing and overcome the wrong thing. Aren't we thankful for truth in love? I know I am. Truth in love has changed my life. And if you're alive spiritually today, truth in love changed yours also therefore let us combat the antichrists of this world with the only weapon they have no defense for truth in love and let us help change this world by sharing with them the message of truth and doing so with the same love that we received the double-edged sword of truth in love is the only weapon that defeats satan's army it's the only weapon that can change the world Are we ready to join the only team that will gain eternal victory? Are we ready to sign up with Team Jesus, those who proclaim the truth in love? Thanks for listening to the Devotional podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.